Hi, I'm Aaron Fry, class of 2016, and you're watching Dingo Talk. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Aaron Fry, class of 2016. We're going to talk about everything from how Fry came from Kiski to being a part of one of the most important teams in the recent history of Bethany College football, uh, his time dabbling in coaching and still coaching, and how he made it from doing a little bit of the teaching aid to now working in the waste management field. But without further ado, Aaron Fry. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Bingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week, Aaron Fry, class of 2016. Aaron, thank you for taking time out of your day to stop by with us. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, man. So, Aaron, I'm going to jump right into it. How does a guy from Kiski end up coming to Brook County, West Virginia to play some football? Oh, man, a lot of a lot of patience, persistence, hard work and dedication, man. Um, obviously, on my end of things, it, it was actually a real challenge. Um, I, I didn't really come out of high school and start playing football right away. You know, I had to take a step back and I had to tell the recruiters that were recruiting me at other schools like, hey, you know, I think I'm about to go to community college for a year. And, you know, long story short, that didn't really work out after I got some credits at WCCC uh, in New Kensington. And uh, I got on with Coach Watkins, man. So one of my assistant principals had Give, gave me his card or, or told me, you know, he's going to hit you up in five minutes and not even five minutes went by. You know, he called me and was like, hey, I want to get you on a visit. And um, let me tell you about that, man. I didn't even think there was a school back on that hill, but. <laughs> <laughs> you come out of you come out of 67 and all of a sudden, oh, there's a school here. Yeah, man. Well, you know, the big band, I want to say, was on 88. Is that correct? The big band, the yeah. big, like, where you come all the way around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were coming around, and I had my I had my auntie's car, and uh, we were basically on two wheels. And I was like, I don't know if there's a school back here, but you know. And then you come down to that stop sign, it, it hits you right in the face, you know. So, what was your first impression of, of the of the campus when when they get you when they finally get you here for the for the visit? Uh, I was just like, you know, this is this is tucked in. I don't know if this is for me, but you know, I'm going I'm to check it out. You know, I'm going to check it out. I came up here. I made it this far. And, you know, yeah, I think it ended up working out pretty good. Yeah, I'd say you had a pretty – you were, you, were, you had a pretty good time. Pretty good time. Almost, most definitely. Coming from where we come from, you know, we're kind of from the same area. So, you know how that is. It, it, was, it, was a di it was a change, but it wasn't super different. It was – I mean, it was different in the sense that everything is 25 minutes away from us. But right. – uh, that close community feeling was definitely a good transition to come here with. Yeah, um, uh, most definitely. So how did coming from a community school or coming from Kiski and then you get to Bethany, how did the how did academics change for you? Was there a difficult like curve? Was there or did you kind of walk right into it and all right, I got to do this. I got to get it done. So. Yeah, I would say I kind of, you know, I, I would, I would really, really credit my high school and actually um, the other teachers in, in my middle school and elementary school days. Like I came in 
And it wasn't really like a transition. I felt like the curriculum was really hard in high school, which kind of prepared me for, you know, Bethany. Uh, like I knew how to write all the papers that all them professors be assigning. And, um, you know, that was pretty cool. You know, I, I just felt prepared. I felt ready to go. And I think the most challenging part was being a student athlete was your day is so structured, you know, mm -hmm. so um, you have limited time. Obviously, you come back from a long day of practice, but I feel like that having being prepared for school would help me not to work out a little bit faster than what I could. So on the football side of that, because there's a, a pretty, pretty important play in Bethany history that you're you're a part of and. Uh, a very important team that you're a part of as well. Um, mm -hmm. From the time you got to Bethany to the till you graduated, what what would you what would you say the changes and improvements and just general feel football wise that was here with you guys? I mean, you had a very you had a, you had the core group. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I can remember on our visit when I came up here. Um, that was one of the biggest recruiting classes in Bethany history. I want to say we they brought in like over 120 freshmen. Mm -hmm. And that year, it was like, you know, they were preaching like, you know, it's hard to play. Um, we got a good team this year. This is probably the best team in Bethany College history. So it was like, okay, you know, we're all coming in. We're trying to learn. And obviously, I think we underachieved that year. But going in next year, them, them core group of guys, I mean, we started – most of our starting defense and offense consisted of sophomores and sophomore freshmen and juniors. Mm -hmm. So we knew, we knew what we had to do. Um, really came together. We had some big wins, man, that basically pretty much changed the program and, and that interception that you had talked about um, in that game versus W and J um, there was a significant amount of plays that, that nobody really talks about. So I mean, I can remember that night, and you remember, you were on the set. So, uh, you know, the fog laid over the field. It was a rain delay, but Coach Garvey had said, like, he was preaching all week, like, this is a program-changing game. You know, we're not the old Bethany that used to go 0-10 or 1-9. and And, you know, we ended up pulling that out. And you could just – I felt like that was a turning point. You could just – you could feel the transition – and, you know, from that point on, you know, um, I got well, when say that win comes, it's in the midst of, I believe that's Garvey's first year. Yeah, that's his first year. Yep. As, as the head man. The season itself doesn't necessarily go the way you guys would have wanted it, just in the mm -hmm. sense of win loss. But it was definitely that game. And most of the games that season, I mean, you guys were. I know the Westminster game, the the Westminster the year, I, I believe it was like nine to three or something like that. It, and there was a blocked punt at the end of the game that gets Westminster the win. Um, but I know that those like the WJ game, I believe Waynesburg that year and St. Vinny were the uh, were the three that it was like, oh, when this team puts it together, because that WJ yeah. game, the part that people forget is. I believe the final score is 27-24. I think it was, yeah, 24 to like 19 or something like that. And the 24 points had all come in the first, in the half. first half. I mean, the, yeah, the offense yeah. came out and just moved the ball, and the defense did not let W&J breathe. And then it was a 
second half, all hand, all hands on deck. I mean, it, it got right. it got a little dicey. Yeah, it did. It did. We 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 you know a couple of plays that went south, and I can remember like, hey, you know, they're they're they they pretty much exploited our weaknesses. You know, they they made good adjustments. And um, we just came out, man, and we just finished the game. You know, that's basically what we had to do. And it was kind of crazy. It was edgy, you know, because they were driving. I think they were on, like, the 10. They were – it was, like, first and goal or second and goal. Second – I think it's second and goal with, like, nine seconds left or something like that. Yeah, and so they kept trying to pick on uh, Shannon. Shannon Scott was over there, I think it was. Don't pick on Shannon. And uh, – they kept they kept uh they kept running this one play and they got us on it earlier. I think it was the, the previous touchdown that they had to pretty much put them within striking distance. And so um man uh coach coaching credit to uh Coach Watkins, you know, good defensive call. And uh I was able to be free and get over there and, and pretty much seal the deal, man. So so being a part of being a part of that your academics what was so what was the social aspect like for you the social was it was really good I mean uh everybody obviously man small world small bubble everybody knows everybody so um you know you're putting in work every all week every week you're seeing the same people um you know you're you're talking to your professors you know they're always asking you questions seeing what your mental is like and, you know, if you end up having a problem, actually, you, you can pretty much go to anybody on that campus. And, you know, that's the pretty good thing about Bethany, man. Any wild stories you want to tell us about? <laughs> any wild? I don't get you in trouble. I just want to know if there's any stories you can recall that you would like to tell us about. Nah, I mean, just the, just the memories, man. Just, I, I just feel like every day was so, was just a grind, man. Um, whether it be in a locker room, uh, that was just, you know, sports and, you know, having good roommates and, and good people around you every day. Like there's endless memories. And when I come up there every time, it's like, man, uh, it's it went so fast. It just went so fast. And, you know, I spent six years up there, you know, um, and thankful enough Coach Garvey had let me get on there and, and be a coach. So, Six years spent up there was well spent, man, with, with a lot of good people and just a lifetime of memories and friends. So that, I think, is a good place. Take We'll take a little bit of a pause because I want to get into Aaron Fry, the coach. Uh, <laughs> we comp together, so I want to get into Aaron Fry's comps, and then I want to talk about what you're doing now. For so, sure, for sure. We're going to take a break. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is Aaron Fry, class of 2016. I do have to send it to that, that guy that makes breakfast sandwiches and has T-shirts and all the other things, because if he doesn't have it, you don't need it. Chambers General Store. If you've come to Bethany and not gone to Chambers, you didn't actually go to Bethany. So uh, make sure you stop in and see him. Again, this is Aaron Fry, class of 2016. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour, and we will be right back. While you're in Bethany, make sure you stop in the store for a daily lunch special, breakfast sandwiches all day, try out the biscuits and gravy, guaranteed it'll fill you up, and also look for our new burnt orange chambers, if we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts, and our psychedelic green third edition Bethany mushroom capital of the world t-shirts. Now back to you, Dingo. 
What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. Aaron Fry, class of 2016, is my guest this week. Uh, we left off. Aaron was talking about what this place kind of everybody he's, he's the same sentiments that everybody else that's so far been a part of the tour that they've said it's it, you can't really describe me wrong you can't really describe bethany to somebody without them being here for some aspect of it either to see the academics or be here on a saturday night for a party or whatever it was back in our in our time i think that just sums it up is that we are a we're like a private club that you have to pay like 40 grand a year, but like, it's cool. It's, 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 it's a time. <laughs> um, so Fry, we're going to talk about that test that connects us all that, 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 that damn, damn blue books and a week of studying. And so comps, how did it go? How did, how'd you study? And then obviously you passed because you're on the tour. So. <laughs> um. Thank God I passed, first and foremost. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, um, that week, that week was actually really tough. Um, you know, I say that just because I came down with the Bethany plague, you know what I mean? So uh, it was unfortunate timing, um, but obviously I had to recover quick, and it was pretty much my last week of class. And uh, I was just like, man, you know, let me – let me make sure I'm good to go. But studying, there's a lot of hours in the library, a lot of hours in my room just to making sure I had everything uh, from the professors that we pretty much had to study. But then, you know, our, 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 that class in general. And how did you the, know, uh, what was your reaction when you opened the, the test? You're sitting in there Monday in Weimar. It's a little uncomfortable. It brings back yeah. uncomfortable freshman football memories of, white t-shirts and green shorts and fill out a bunch of paperwork for nine hours. And... Um, I mean, my reaction with this man, you know, stay calm. It's the beginning. Uh, obviously you got, you know, three days to two days of written, you know, one, one, one with the orals and you'll get through it, you know, just like everybody else that was in that room, you know, they're pretty much thinking the same thing you're thinking. So just get the work. You know, you got a couple of hours to be in there. You get a little break. I think what the first day was what? Uh, it was two two sessions. Two sessions, and then the second day you go in for the morning session. Right. Yeah. Well, keep keep your mental. You know, I, I was just like, man, hey, break it down. Don't think ahead, and you know, just step by step, man. Any advice for someone that's getting ready to take? I mean, obviously at the beginning of the year, so nobody's getting ready to take comps, but. When this group that's about to go out takes comps, um, any advice for them study-wise or just about the test? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, get together with, you know, the people that's in your your major. Um, ask, ask as many questions as you can. Um, and, and I know everybody's study habits are different, but, you know, go to your professors. Like I said, go to your professors, talk to your classmates, and um, don't, I guess, Give yourself time, you know, study, give yourself time, let the dust settle and get back to work, you know, stay calm and you'll get through it. All right. Well, I mean, hey, that's better advice than I could give. I would just say open the book and read the question. You know, it's it's there whether you want it, whether you're ready to answer it or not. When you're in that room, it's there. Um, so you you touched on it a little bit in, in part one. Uh you're you you return to the Bethany football team 
in a different aspect. You're no longer a player. Um, also, for those of you that don't know, he's a pretty good punter, too. He wasn't just a safety. He was one hell of a punter. He had a golden boot, I would say. Um, but, so, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> so, well, you had, to, you had to step in there and replace Stephen Amick, who almost went to the NFL for punting. And I, I think you were up there ranking-wise as well for a, a number of weeks. So it had to be acknowledged. Um, how did you get involved with coaching? Why did you decide that you wanted to stay here to coach? I mean, how did that process play out? Uh, I was kind of in a different situation. I would say like when I had graduated, um, I was pretty much a, jun a junior on the field, but I had, you know, senior credits. And I was like, man, you know what? Um, I want to get a master's degree. I knew that. And obviously, if I had a year to burn to play, why not? So, you know, you never know when you're going to play again, you know, yeah. and, and if you want it for so long and you're so young still. And I've heard stories of everybody talking like, man, you know, take advantage because when it's gone, it's gone. So obviously that was in the back of my head. Um, and I had talked to Coach Garvey and was like, yeah, you know, um, I want to be able to lead this team. You know, that, that was one of the big things. I want to be able to lead this team. Uh, so I played a year into my master's. So I was already a year in. I had I was already done. And uh, Coach B, Coach Battaglia, had hit, had hit my phone and was like, you know, and he was talking to me before in the fall, like, hey, man, you know, we're thinking about getting you on with coaching. And I was like, man, you know, yeah, you know, that sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. So he hit me up in the spring and I did a whole spring ball doing the outside backers and uh coach Garvey hit me up in the summertime and I was like you know uh I kind of brushed it off in, in a way but a long story short I got on with the running backs uh it, it was it was definitely one of the best decisions I've made um and even though it is a grind you know what I mean it, so it is it's a grind a different grind right exactly um schematically I, you know, being in the office and, and a lot of people don't really know what goes into coaching. So um, that's pretty much how I got on, on, on with coaching. No, that's so, and you to took advantage of that opportunity that Bethany has offered for many years. And that's that the, the master's in education program. Mm -hmm. um, was that always the area you wanted to go to? Or did you take advantage of the fact that you're getting a master's from from Bethany? in education, so that's what I'm going to go with, or did you want to kind of guide your master's somewhere else? I would say that's what, you know what I mean? That's what they offer. It's that education, it's a master's in education program, right? That's what your master's is in. Right, exactly. Yeah, my, that's what my master's is in, master's in teaching. Um, it's in a higher level. Like, I, th I think they had, it was kind of switching up when I was in my second year. Like, we okay. could have did the, the MAT or, or the, um, what was the other one? It was like administration and just for, it was one from administration they were trying to get on. Like if you wanted to be a principal or a guidance counselor yeah. or something like that. And then right. the other side was for like, if you want to be a professor or go on and, and something in that, that sense, like a teacher. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I was just like, hey, you know, I think I'm going to go home. Uh, obviously being up at Bethany for six years, I was like, what's the best angle? I could really apply my degree. Uh, with what I can do later on in life. Obviously, I had a coach, a year of coaching under my belt. Mm -hmm. And uh, ironically, um, you know, Aiden Albert, um, his dad was coaching at Kiskey. Mm 
So I was in the talks with him. He was like, hey, when you get home, let me know. Um, I, I caught him at a basketball game when Aiden was up there uh, playing. And he mm -hmm. said, yeah, uh, you know, when you get home back to Kiski, let me know. And I will get you on with coaching. So I kind of had that in play. Um, and, and I, you know, still to this day, I'm coaching with Coach Albert. So shout out to him. Um, but with the with the education aspect and the degree that I was about to get, um, there was some positions open at Kiski. So I went home. He knew a guy uh, who was doing like he, he. So so I went home, got in his office. He was like he was like, yeah, man, I'm glad you're here. Um, you know, there was a position for you. So I was, you know, thankful for that. And he told me, uh, hey, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do something within the school district. So I got on as a teacher's aide and I got on with a basically like a, a teacher's firm that had like hired substitutes in. So, okay, yeah, that's that's what I was doing for the first two or three years when I got home. So COVID hits. And we were talking about this during the break. COVID hit, and it was just time for it was time for for Friday. There was a change coming. It was just getting mm -hmm. getting to be. You want to you want to talk about that a little bit? How did you end up now where you are? It's still coaching at Kiski, but moving mm -hmm. to Beaver County. <laughs> yeah, moving out there uh, out to the other side of town. Good old good old Beaver County. Uh, man, COVID, you know, was. Um, I mean, it was hard for everybody, you know. I, I guess, you know, some people maybe benefited, some people maybe didn't so much. Um, but it put me like in, in a, it put me in my mind to where like, man, you know, maybe maybe teaches, teaching isn't really something I need to be into right now. Mm. Um, you know, um, not not to say like it was hard, but, you know, I felt like there was definitely more, more there was something more out there for me. So I try to get into sales a little bit. Um, I was doing life insurance for a little bit, uh, didn't work out. And then I actually, let me see, around that time, I actually moved away from home, which mm -hmm. is, you know, hey, I, I feel like it's time to get out. Um, I had enough money stacked up and I was doing sales and then I actually got into another school district or, or a charter school for a little bit. And it was all right, you know, um, but I ended up taking another job with, with uh, Roadrunner Recycling, which is a waste and efficiency firm over there in Pittsburgh. And ever since then, I've been doing that, been, been doing that now for about what, four months, four or five months. And what goes into your your day-to-day, -day, your, your, your business sales? You're trying to save uh, different companies from wherever, whatever they might be paying for their service. You're, you go in yeah. and, and try to find where they can save money? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, we basically, so we tell business businesses they can recycle recycle less or more for less. Yeah. So basically, uh, a, a lot of people don't really look at you know what what goes into their business and what they're throwing away. Mm -hmm. That's where that's where we come in and try to save them money to see you know um, we do an analysis of what they're throwing away, where it's going, and getting hauled to, and basically to see maybe. Are they getting overcharged and overpriced and see if we could save up to about 18 or 20 percent of um, their current monthly trash bill. So yeah, it's been great, man. So let me ask you this. And these are this, we've come to that point. I got two questions. Mm -hmm. I think there's there's for a lot of people that I've asked it in different ways. I'm going to ask you why Division three, not necessarily Bethany, but why 
should athletes now not look over Division three? Uh, honestly, <clears throat> I think uh, I think the Division three was something that was God sent. Um, obviously, I had a I, I was recruited heavy, um, either D one or D two, lower tier D one and D two. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't happen for me, I got upset. But when I came D3, it was just something that obviously I felt like worked out for the best. Um, you know, <laughs> I know at the end of the day, D3, um, let me think, how do I want to word this? It was something that once I started playing, and I understood like the competition. I felt like football was the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we had big games. We have, I mean, our conference, I felt like we have five top 20, top 30 teams. And so I was like, man, these guys are just as good. These guys can play anywhere, you know? So uh, I feel like it's something you would have to experience, but academically D3 makes you focus on academics more than um, it's structured more around as athletics but it's all the same you know it's all the same day but it's just a different level of playing that's all and then lastly you're pitching let's say let's say one of your guys from Kiski comes to you and says thinking about going to Bethany why Bethany from Aaron Fry's mouth why why would you send someone to Bethany uh first and foremost like just being there uh, so I would just tell them, hey, you know, it's not a place for everybody, but go up there, experience it, because everybody's different. I would say go to Bethany because you're going to get what you can get. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a good education. You're going to get a lot of competition, whether you're a student or an athlete. Um, if you do want to play sports and go up there, you're going to get coached well. You're going to have a lot of structure. You're going to get a good degree, like I said, mm-hmm. and you're going to you're going to be able to come out into the workforce and you're going to have a job right away. And uh, you're going to learn the values and the morals, not even only into business, but life. So that's why I would say go to that. All right. Well, you know, I that's it's interesting you bring up the Bethany's not for everyone. It's definitely a, it's something I've been toying around with doing this show for. I don't know a year now a little bit longer um i've noticed a lot of people that's not something i feel like we talked about when we were at, like when we were in the moment as students and now that you can take that time and look back the perspective has changed and you realize like yeah it's not a place for everybody you're not it's not like going to wvu ohio state pit penn state where there's, there's 10,000 people that you could fall in and, and that's your group or, or whoever out of that 10,000. It's, it's a select group of people that might be not the greatest, may, may, might have some, we might all have something different up top that just brings us to Bethany that makes it, you know, what it is, but it's us that make it what it is. It's us, the people, it's, it's, it's the people you meet, the memories you make. Um, but Aaron, we've come to that point. I wanted to say thank you for joining me and uh, being a part of this. I know we tried for, we've been going back and forth for a couple months, just trying to get dates and times and venue. Were we going to do it in person? <laughs> we're going to do it on Zoom. We're, 
We might do it from, we might just get a, like a telephone wire and two cans and start yelling at each other and hope it works. But uh, I want to say thank you. Uh, good luck with the rest of this year and congratulations on moving in with your girl and that being a one-year thing. Uh, I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Aaron Fry, class of 2016. Make sure you hit like and subscribe to the YouTube channel here. Um, and we will see you next Thursday at 10 a.m. Chuckleheads.